Thank you so much for tuning in to a new episode of Conversations with Friends. As always, we are so happy to have you back on the pod and also that you took your time out of your beautiful day to listen to us chat. Yes, I'm actually so excited for today's episode because we have a super interesting guest joining us today. And yeah, we've kind of planned to have have her on for a while now but mm -hmm. yeah we finally made it work and she also made it work so yeah we're really happy for you guys to hear mm -hmm. um but yeah just in general introducing our guest today we are joined by our dearest friend Gigi Ringel she's an Amsterdam-based model who's the business in the business sorry <laughs> she's in the business for over seven years now and we both met Gigi last year through mutual friends and mm -hmm. instantly fell in love with her positive aura and just yeah just who she is as a human being so gorgeous. Yeah, she's the most gorgeous girl inside and out. And she always warms her heart every time we see her. So that's how we knew we wanted to invite her to the pod to chat about the modeling industry, her start into the career and also how to fight unrealistic body standards as a model and how to maintain yeah, a balance between clients' expectations while still listening to your body and mind. And we think she is the perfect fit for that conversation. Yeah, and definitely um, quick before we start, a little kind of trigger warning because we will touch on sensitive subject as, you know, like body <clears throat> body image and mm. eating disorders and um, all that kinds of stuff. So for the peeps that are a bit sensitive to that, just so you know before you listen, um Maybe think about it if you want to listen yeah. to it now or um, at some other point in your life or at some other point of time. So just letting you know. And we hope that you really enjoy this episode as much as we do. Yes, enjoy. Hello, Gigi. Thanks for being here. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. How are you going? <laughs> Did you have a good start into your week? Yeah, it's um, it's been pretty chill. I uh I have some days off and the weather has been very nice here in Amsterdam. So just been enjoying that and my routines. So it's just been doing good. some some heaps of yoga and just I love like <laughs> I love you. Um I love your little like <laughs> instrument that you like play. how's it uh, like what is it called? Drum. It's so nice. Oh yes. the one where you like um it's like, da, 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 da. yeah, it's like really beautiful sound. Yeah, yeah. And just like, oh, it's so relaxing. I love listening to like the, the sounds like in the bath or something because they're just yeah, it's so, so beautiful. Oh, and it's so it fun to play because it always mm. sounds good because it's uh, each instrument, each drum is in a different um, uh, chord. So mm -hmm. mine is D minor. So everything you touch sounds already amazing. You cannot go off. Uh, of sounds um, so that's why it's so nice to listen to when someone plays mm. it and super fun to play it so yes be awesome. doing that and lots of yoga indeed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're glowing right now I think the sun is shining in your yes. face it's so just nice. gray here so it's like oh. at least it's not raining yeah. so I'm not complaining it's yeah it's same okay. <laughs> same no rain that's good yeah. but um yeah we're really excited to have you here thank you for um for joining us we're mm. so excited about this episode <laughs> um but yeah what are we talking about to no what are we talking about today Teresa? <laughs> here we try to record this several times but i think this one this one's gonna work gonna one. <laughs> but yeah we just basically want to talk about like your career as a model how you got into it but also um yeah things that are happening in that industry right now like shifts that are happening whether it's positive or negative and mm -hmm. just kind of have a conversation with you about that and your thoughts on that um but also obviously get to know you as a person so yeah before we get into that just kind of like for everyone who's listening and for us as well like how did you start your career as a model 
Um, that was seven and a half years ago. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to study at the Art Academy, so I went to their open day uh, where a student walked up to me and asked if I wanted to do their uh, show during the graduation period, um, which I did. And then, uh, I, yeah, I enjoyed it so much. It reminded me of uh, dancing or performing uh, where you go on stage and beforehand you're you're like nervous and adrenaline mm. is kicking in and then you go on stage on music, you move and you're off stage and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa what just happened? Um, and got home uh, and yeah, I was so excited that I asked my younger sister to take some photos. I had no clue how to take the photos. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, sent some photos away to the two different agencies. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I accidentally put them all in CC. So they, <laughs> they were all in the same email, which was meant to just be sent individually <laughs> pretending like I wanted to be with their agency <laughs> uh, so that was yeah pretty typical that's how unprepared I was and unaware of the business <laughs> as a 17 year old so uh, yeah and then I um, I went to visit them uh, I think five of the agencies with my mom mm-hmm. we went to Amsterdam and I had a chat and yeah, it was pretty funny to then walk into this industry for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then chose Ula Models, which I'm with now uh, for seven years. Mm-hmm. And it's my mother agency. Wow. Like as like as a 17 year old, you're still like kind of pretty young and to be like kind of to get into this world mm. must be such a weird feeling. It's so, so like, strange. I, I think we all feel like we're so old when we're 17 and you're like yes, ready yes. for this big world like either you're gonna go into a study or you're moving out to a new city or starting this career I really thought yeah I'm ready and now I look back I'm like oh my god such a baby and so so unaware like a little blossom mm. not even popped yeah um, yeah and yeah. what and like what what, what were your initial thoughts about choosing this career or just like in general being a model have you like ever thought about that before the that fashion show or like kind of in general or like how would it be like to be a model I think I was always secretly fascinated but I say secretly because my older sister wanted to become a model and everyone always told her like oh yeah you have the um you're so tall you're beautiful Mm -hmm. uh, beautiful and it was always her career uh, and she really tried as well. And um, so it wasn't for me or like it was just her dream. So not mine. But I think, yeah, as a girl, I was I was always fascinated by mm-hmm. by the beautiful women out there. Mm. And um, yeah, like icons and and uh, yeah, women to look up to. Um, mm. So to be then uh, starting to be one of those women. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of just went into it a bit. Um, mind on zero or how do you say? <laughs> like um, It's like it's like really unreal. Like it doesn't feel exactly. real kind of mm. to be a model. Like you've always kind of dreamed 
dream. Like, like if you look at the 90s supermodel era, they're these like icons and you're just like, I think they're also kind of, to me, they're like, back then it was like an empowerment movement, like women are on stage, like mm-hmm. they're the main presence and not the men and they just like look so beautiful and mm-hmm. that, and it's also kind of a form of art, you know, as well. Mm. And, so. and it's, I don't, yeah, I, I really have to pinch myself sometimes that <laughs> like when I work for certain clients or, or that I, that I am that girl or that woman mm-hmm. for other people now, well, for me, all those like big icons and big models or actresses or like, um, yeah, they, they all seemed kind of like, n- not that they weren't human, but it seemed so far from yeah, so far away, like, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and uh, now, but being in this industry, I mean, I'm definitely far from being an icon. Uh, but for us you are yeah (laughs) (laughs) no but I mean there's different levels in in this industry but still like I know that um yeah I'm I'm mindful that for some for some uh especially women maybe some guys as well but they um they really think that I uh, that I might be this perfect picture mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. uh so i'm trying to um, be mindful of that that i have that impact as well or i could have that mm-hmm. impact um with this kind of industry where everything Definitely. seems perfect and glamorous and uh yeah the the picture everyone wants to be yeah mm. but i swear like when i was younger i always used to like on the playground at school i was used to do like the model catwalk with yeah. my friends <laughs> Trying your mom's clothes and like makeup. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think I've been like I have to admit it, but I've been like a very girly girl as a kid, and Me I love too. to dress up. And I think models just kind of symbolize this like. Um, yeah, this elegance to me. Definitely. Yeah. Like it mm-hmm. kind of changed now, but like like I said, the 90s supermodel era, they were all like very elegant and well-spoken, as, I think as well, if you watch interviews and you were like, wow. And like as a kid, obviously, like you said, it's so far to reach and then mm. kind of become part of this world. It's like, like you said, you have to pinch yourself. I think that's so crazy. But obviously you can be proud of yourself as well and like become your own icon in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, for sure. But also you're saying like the glamorous world um, of modeling. And I think we as like Caroline are not models. So we kind of see it also still as, as this world that's like glamorous. I want to know like as well, maybe there are like misconceptions about that job as well. Like what's some, like what's the biggest misconception about being a model? Um. Okay. I... Always, uh, I have to think about this question the way I'm gonna word it, because I don't like it when, when um, I would say it's a tough world. It is a tough world, but mm-hmm. I think every kind of job can be tough, so it's no exception for me. It's mm-hmm. just that I think by thinking and the misconception of having it to be just glamorous is w- wrong and just being treated as a princess or being like in hair and makeup and Mm -hmm. taking nice photos that's um, a misconception because that's like it's also work and I think Mm -hmm. for a lot of people it seems like this is dream instead of work and for me uh, and I know for also my colleagues and fellow models like we work hard and Mm. uh, same as you're working in a restaurant or 
um, as a construction worker, worker or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we all work hard because mm. we we have we have our passion, or we mm. either do it for the money um, or for uh, sustaining ourselves and um, happiness. I don't know, but so the misconception for me is, I think that it's just fun and just. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Easy amazing going. dream life, yeah. yeah, which it is. It definitely is as well, but it's not just. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I guess it's also like really similar, like because people think, oh, it's easy. You just stand in front of the camera and you just like pose, or like you get all this makeup done. You don't really have to do anything. But mm. I guess just like you said, being a model is just like any other job. You need to go to cast. Like I, I'm not, I know, I'm not a model, so I don't really know, but like what I kind of picked up is like, you know, you need to go to castings. You need to put yourself out there for like, for like clients to see you and you need, yeah. you need to do like test shoots or I don't mm. know, but like it's, it's a hard job as well. And yeah. It kind of reminds me also when I used to dance, I was not a professional ballerina, but um, I wish. Um, <laughs> but um, when I used to dance ballet, it's such a hard sport and such a hard art as well. And everyone used to say, oh, it's so easy and be like, da, 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 and just like, it's just like a ballet, little, like little ballet now, yeah. pirouettes and everything. Mm. But it's fucking hard as well. So I think it's you, like, maybe you feel the same way about like, modeling everything so I, I yeah totally I totally get what you what you're saying yeah and that's um, only the physical part you're talking about right now like it's, yeah. it's actually showing up and doing your job well I think the mental side of mm. it like yeah. going up towards the job knowing you're gonna work tomorrow with this big clients or big names and have to get your confidence and mm-hmm. then uh, expectations from them but also towards yourself and mm, uh, the mental side is also another challenge and it's definitely also time consuming Uh, Mm -hmm. like you said like it takes a lot of energy and you're uh, an investment and time Um, I personally missed or I wouldn't say missed but I skipped my my younger uh, student life years Mm -hmm. to, to be where I am right now and that's mm-hmm. a choice, and I, I, I adored or like I love that I chose to do my life yeah. that way. But it, it is definitely an investment. Uh, and then I think the mental, uh, the mental part of uh, the investment is that yeah. uh, you have all these challenges, like to face personally, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah to face. Yeah, I think it's also because you only, like we as the consumer basically, like we only see the magazine cover, we see the yeah. picture and we're like, oh, that's beautiful. She probably just mm. posed for the camera. Yeah. But you don't see what goes into that, like behind the scenes, like you said, mentally as well. And like, I mean, yeah, like Carol said, we're both not models, but I think we both have like a lot of friends who are in the industry or like my sister was in the industry for a long time and I could also see how she struggled with also, I mean, you probably know that as well with like, for example having a job here and there and then sometimes you don't have jobs at all and you just kind of like she always felt a bit lost with her free time and like yeah. and not knowing where you're going to be next week um mm. I guess it's different for everyone and I guess it's also different about like your time management and how you handle it and just in general how mentally strong you are yeah but I could definitely see her like having an issue with that yeah the uncertainty um mm. I guess that's like a self-employee life that <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah, and I, I think 
this especially happened to me after working so much and not having had the free time. And then all of a sudden COVID happens and I was like, well, uh, oh my God, time, <laughs> time, <laughs> what is that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and we all identify ourselves with, with our job, I think, or many people do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I have one, uh, rule with myself from the very start is to not call myself a model. I do modeling work to not identify mm-hmm. with just being a model because then you feel so lost when the the work is not there. Um, and and then you're like, okay, what do I do? Like, who am I? Da, da, da. But even, mm-hmm. even still, like um, to be so busy uh, and I think not just in the model industry, I think in any kind of industry. And then having... Uh, having time off or days off they're like okay what now Uh, what should i do (laughs) yeah and for how long i guess that's with modeling the case like you don't know when the next job will be because everything is so last minute so it could be tomorrow Mm -hmm. so you might plan the holidays but then your holidays is being taken away because tomorrow you have a job all of a sudden yeah or it could be your two weeks free and yeah you kind of sit and wait around and you didn't do anything at the end because you thought you were going to have a job tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. How did you deal with that during that time? Like what, what, what did you do to keep yourself sane? Um, I, yeah, I, I do a lot of yoga. <laughs> as you spoke about at the beginning. That definitely helped me a lot. I think that's one mm. of the, like the things I love the most about uh, also, um, yeah, doing modeling work, you have to stay healthy. And mm-hmm. if you do it right and you don't go too insane with mm. that idea, uh, that brought me yoga uh, and a lot of uh, cooking. I, I do home cooking because I'm out and about all the time and having team dinners. And, and when I'm in Paris after a job, I might join mm. the terrace, which is lovely. But then coming home to... Uh, uh, to home cook feels definitely uh, grounding. Yeah. Uh, and then spending time with my friends that are not in the industry or they might are in the industry, but we just do other things, you know, like you're not mm, just in yeah. that little bubble. Um, mm. Other than modeling, mm. just kind of get your thoughts off, off that kind and of. And realizing that you're not just that, like you mm-hmm. said, you're like, yeah, you work as a model, but you're also more than that. And yeah, um, it takes away your ego. And I love this about living in Amsterdam because I think Dutch people are so like, okay, like you think you're a model, but we don't <laughs> care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just so, yeah, that's just uh, saying. I love that. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true that we, we always say like yeah just act normal like just act normal <laughs> like don't be too strange or yeah. like don't have a too big of an ego like it grounds uh, you in a way yeah yeah totally yeah yeah, yeah i love it uh, it's so important to me and i i love about it when people say like yeah yeah like chill out you were also um, you were already saying kind of like um when you talk about like exercise and you know doing your yoga that you need to kind of find a balance between not going insane um and mm. that's why i wanted to ask you that because in the last couple of years um the kind of modeling industry has gotten a really toxic reputation when you look at brands like I don't know Victoria's Secret mm, or the biggest like one you know any thing. like any other kind of lingerie brand that has this like 
this like beautiful body models. standard. Yeah, exactly. And those like unrealistic body standards. Mm. Um, and there are lots of models coming out about um, and telling stories about, you know, them getting bullied on the job or like by the industry and um, eating disorders or also cases of sexual harassment. And that's why like we would love to know, like, what do you think about this movement? What, what, are, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, uh, I think it's great and very necessary that this movement is happening and mm-hmm. uh, definitely still not there because I think it, ta- it takes a long time to uh, uh, to live it. Like we want to live it, but then to live it, it takes a longer time to get used mm-hmm. to. So, um, and also that's with your own, uh, how do you say, like... Um, uh, in my own way to look at it because I mm-hmm. still have that idea that I want to look the way that they wanted me to look mm-hmm. before yeah. you know like yeah. that's my own always been my own challenge my own red line like okay like stay fit personally I've never had like the high fashion image of, of uh, yeah there's measurements which mm-hmm. I think is insane like you have to be 62 in your waist centimeters uh mm. under 90 centimeter hips like you're you're gonna start when well i started when i was 17 and your body is changing a lot from 17 till yes. like i'm now 25 um and we become from a girl we're becoming a woman and we're gonna get more roundings more curves and and uh and that's all nature and we're going yeah. against nature by having this image that we still have to look the way we did when we were 17 uh and that's not just the way i think i should look by being like in this bubble of the industry that's also mm-hmm. the way people think i should look mm-hmm. um so i think it's great that that's like being brought to the surface that this is insane and mm. there is all kinds of body types and and um, I have to say, like some people, some women and friends of mine that are uh, like not very curvy and just naturally like that. I think that's also very important to understand that that doesn't have to mean that you're anorexic, you know, like that's yeah, also a yeah. body type to be super yes. skinny. Sometimes I get uh, on a job and people are like, oh, we thought you were anorexic because you, you see your bones uh, like on your what? chest. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, like that's um, kind of rude. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, my so god. It, it, there's like two ways of it. Like, uh, yes, mm. curvy, beautifully beautiful, but there's a diversity. So also the skinny. Mm, yes. Uh, I, I, it I could think it's also. Could be I think natural. it's also. Re- yeah. I think it's also really crazy that, as an outsider, I see it this way, not being in the modeling industry. Industry that like one day someone. I don't know, I kind of imagine it that like one day someone had kind of the image of this like beautiful model and from that day on, because of this, like all the other models have to look that certain way. Like I think it's so crazy that there's someone actually telling you to look a certain way to do that job. Mm. I think that's so crazy. I don't know. I think it's about like what you said is very important to remember. It's not about a certain type and it's about the variety of different. Exactly. Yeah. Diversity. I mean, you see it with Black Lives Matter too. And, and, but doesn't mean that there is now only black models. No, there is, um, a diversity, which is evolving. 
which I think is is amazing. You definitely see a big change in that. Mm. Um, like I said at the beginning, it just is a difference where it's programmed in our brains because we we kind of follow what's being talked about mm. right now, but do mm-hmm. we actually feel it? And do we yeah. honestly think that that's beautiful? Because this is a feeling that I sometimes feel and set still is that some people still don't think that it's beautiful to have the yeah. the curves and they they still photoshop and then i think that that's that's not how it goes like it's still mm. um or or there's a a curvy model being booked on set and they get extra curves well i'm like why just don't accept this yeah. girl to be the way yes. she is you know and yeah. i don't have a lot of boobs myself which i'm super okay with but then mm. some clients create extra boobs even though I'm like, hey, but you're, you're creating this diversity on your website, but still changing the girl in front of you. Um, yeah. And that, that's why I'm like, okay, we're going in a direction, but where it takes a lot of time or a longer time to yeah. uh, actually feel it and and uh, living it, you know, like yeah. instead of just following what's, what's right and what's wrong, like actually knowing you're doing the right thing. I guess it's also a really big journey. Like it's it's like we're still on a long journey to kind yeah, of yeah. reach mm. that destination of, you know, diversity, acceptance and everything. Yeah. It's just it's gonna be a long time until we reach that, I reckon. Yeah. But um yeah. I think I think it's good that it's already kind of we start we have a starting yeah. point. And like you said, it's like exactly. reprogramming our minds to actually like thinking okay this is beautiful this is accepted not just because society wants us to accept it but because we naturally think this is beautiful and I think that's like you said it's a long way ahead of us but yeah like you said it's also so crazy little baby steps yeah little baby steps like because my friend she she used to model as like quote-unquote normal model you know like the, Mm. the typical model and then she gained weight and then they were like oh sorry you can't be a model anymore and that really triggered her and then she stopped modeling and then now Wait. she's um she like gained a little bit weight and then they so were like she's, she's, no, so she, she got, stopped modeling because oh, she was she too big. Oh, she stopped modeling. I heard yeah. started modeling. No, videos. no, she stopped modeling. <laughs> Sorry, she stopped modeling because she was too big essentially for their taste. And then she was like, okay, whatever. I don't want to change my body for them. And now she gained a little bit of weight and now they're telling her to, like you said, she has to be curvy now. So she has to gain more weight instead of just accepting her. Now she's like trying to gain weight and tr- going to the gym and build up muscle. And I was like, you have to watch out because that's also an obsessive way of seeing it if you totally. still like and accept it. Yeah. But this is why I'm like, oh, uh, like just accept what's right in front of you. Like there's mm. so many, so many beautifully like photogenic uh, women and male out there, like just work with what you've got and there is like you can put makeup on and you can uh yeah. change the hair you can create whatever you want to create out of mm-hmm. it the work with the canvas that's right in front of you and don't yeah. try and and work against nature i think um that's what i like yeah find um hard to see is that now the, the curvy is isn't uh 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 what do you say like a direction to go mm-hmm. well like you said Teresa, like that's also not healthy to thrive to something that you're not either yes. yeah. um so yeah i guess but, they're always like 
I think the strange thing is that there's always like those standards. So in the beginning, there was this really, you know, skinny, like skinny girl in high fashion. But now there's also that standard that girls have to like either be skinny or curvy. Mm. It's like a second standard. Like you, you can just be one of those two and nothing in between. Like if yeah. you're something in between, you need to kind of, you know, find your path, be either extremely skinny or curvy. Mm. And it's I always think the extreme of it. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. just, I feel like when like, it's so crazy that there's always this kind of pressure on women to look a certain way or to mm. always kind of, change. Yes, to always change. Like our bodies are beautiful. We're amazing. Like, yeah. can you just accept that? I think yeah. that's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and how beautiful that we're all different. Like mm. lucky we all don't look the same or are not perfect or perfect in our own way, really. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, I think... Um, I've been really lucky and I would like love more uh, agencies to be this way. But my agency has always accepted me the way I am, my mother agency. Mm -hmm. And I think that mm -hmm. guidance is so important to at least know yourself, you're, you're good. And even though you can doubt mm -hmm. every now and then because you're getting triggered by something, you always come back to knowing, okay, no, but uh, there's people and me trusting in myself. There will come someone that will like me for the way I am. So you're mm. not bothered by just this one person or this one client that is not happy with the way you look. And I think that's in in the industry very important, especially when you start at a young age, that you mm. get that guidance and that trust and the confidence. Uh, it's it's like a foundation. Then, mm -hmm. then you're stable, you're standing on two feet and people will always say, something that's not right or yes the way you should be that's just life and mm. in any industry but once you know yourself and you have your soldiers around you protecting you then i think that's a great start um yeah so but, nice to hear that you have a good agency because i think like you said it's very important i think a lot of girls Oh, guys struggle with finding the right agency as mm. well. Like, have you had any other, like maybe also bad experience with agencies or did you always mm -hmm. stick with the one? Yeah. So you have um, different agencies around the world. You have one mm -hmm. mother agency and then sister agencies. Uh, and I have one agency um, where I arrived. I just lived in Australia for a year. <laughs> so my hair was nice and bleached by the sun mm. and and salty water and I had a little bit of a tan uh, and and just like kind of try to look the model way where like the, you have to wear a skinny black jeans and a skinny black top. I didn't want to do this because I don't like this look. So I walked <laughs> in with like nice pantalon uh, pants or how do you say pantalon? Just like, like flowy tailor, pants? Yeah, tailor pants. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, oh um, yeah. Like just like different I looked, pants yes yeah. not skinny <laughs> but, not but skinny. like classy looking pants yes. they were beautiful like yeah. I tried my best to look business like <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and yeah a tight top and I walked in and there was no hi there was no greeting this was the first time I met them and I get the key of the apartment she says go get dressed as a model because now you look like you just got back from the beach and I was like whoa hello I'm Gigi <laughs> uh, who are you what yeah and then um 
uh, I had to go back, get dressed. I go back and then they gave me a push up bra. They said like I I had to change it. Like, oh yeah, they didn't like my hair. It was like a grandma look. Uh, <gasps> there was all kinds of opinions. And this was yeah. the first day that I, I met them. Um, and And I was like, red flag red flag they put a contract in front of me and and said sign here and here and lucky <laughs> enough i knew what to do and i was like no i'm hell no sign this <laughs> yeah but imagine imagine walking there is like a there's girls starting when they're 15 16 yeah and you just yeah. sign straight away with these kind of people and yeah. it's just the wrong place the wrong person the wrong time uh and lucky for me i didn't sign and i changed agencies um, oh, wow. because that's that's just an example of of uh wow. yeah getting a model in and changing it to the standards indeed yes. not just uh like being proud of of the girl walking in differently than all the others you know yes like um yeah and also so, seeing the human behind the picture and not yeah. just being like it's oh. not just a like just a person who's in front of a camera there's an actual yeah. human being like a soul in that body like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and oh work with God. that soul because that's yeah. that's what happens right now which i really love to see is where the agencies actually want to want to get some more person behind it you're mm-hmm. triggered to find out like who are you besides uh, being a model yeah uh what are your passions like the castings are uh sometimes different where they will really let you write down your passions and uh it makes you think uh, and and makes you aware of oh like what do i like like what yeah Yeah. you you actually can be a person and they want to know you as a person um so that's nice to see that uh, yeah I'm glad I'm glad you didn't sign with that agency. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, apart from that, um, like, what was your favorite? Like, you know, talking about the negative things. But yeah. Like, what was your favorite job so far, and why? Why is that so? Um, tough question because there's <laughs> many favorites. I think if I can describe like how a favorite yeah. uh, becomes a favorite, then mm-hmm. it's definitely mm-hmm. location because I think going to like beautiful destinations is definitely a plus mm-hmm. but to me it's like the team um i think that uh, if you're i mean yeah of course if it's a big name a big photographer that's a plus but there's a reason why that photographer is mm-hmm. a good photographer and uh often they have a great team around them and i think by having that great team is um yeah you you're you're actually working on on art and mm-hmm. i think this mostly happens when i have editorials so for magazines there's not a lot of money involved so everyone does it because they're they want to create beautiful images that they can use mm-hmm. to yeah. then use in their portfolio so there's like this this energy of actually wanting to create, create something, something beautiful to make it work Mm-hmm. uh worthwhile because we all travel to this destination for nothing like no money uh so all there is is like a beautiful image um and this is where the industry for me then becomes more artistic and more like art instead of the fast fashion um mm-hmm. so one of 
the editorials that I uh, I wanted was in um, the Seychelles. And uh, that's one of my favorites. But then also I think about one of my first. It was for Grazia Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was in the northern beaches in Sydney. And we had to take oh. a little ferry. And it was, oh. uh, we arrived in the evening like uh, at, at dawn. Mm-hmm. And there were kangaroos standing in front of us. And we had like a little barbecue with the team. And, oh, and you connect before the yeah. next day, uh, the shoot day. And you wake up with sunrise again. Again, kangaroos like hopping around. <gasps> and you're just a whole day out uh, on this beautiful location. Uh, yeah, shooting beautiful images. And yeah. there's more space to be creative on, on those kind of shoots. So mm-hmm. I would say, yeah. That's my favorite. Oh my god! <laughs> I just like literally had it like in my mind yes. right now. How it looks yeah. like arriving in the ferry and then kangaroos and then you're having a barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so special. That's yeah. so beautiful. And like, do you always like, like, are there jobs that you like stay for longer, or, or is it always like around one or two days, or like, is there like a limit? Or yeah, that's also a funny misconception, I guess, where you travel to the Seychelles, like. What's, how many hours is that the flight like 13 hours yeah and i was yeah, there I maybe two days i can't even remember i think i was there two days and you fly oh back oh my god so you definitely see some things but you're you don't have you don't have a lot of time to really explore yeah. and now uh since i work less um and have a little bit more time in between i can decide if i go to a location to say like oh can i have an extra two days to explore mm-hmm. um but back when i was working every day or like at least traveling from one shoot to the other i was so happy for the days in between to be home because that felt mm. like holidays i was like okay <laughs> beautiful location but let's get back home because <laughs> i have one day to catch up on uh, like being with my family and uh, so um sometimes you get the option to uh or like you can choose to stay longer but very often it's just in and out mm-hmm. um so trying to make the most and be efficient with the time <laughs> yeah i guess also when you come back home like you have this like one day when you're home with your family it's like really grounding in between kind of like like jobs where you have to kind of op- like be your best and always like act de-stress I guess as well yes (laughs) stress and like traveling like travel especially with planes I get so stressed out like traveling by plane it's Mm. so totally understand the stress factor there so I guess that kind of day when you're home it really grounds you calms you Mm. down brings you back into your body and then you can just from that on you can just go back you you can just go forward to your next adventure so yeah um that sounds sounds so nice when you have that one day in between yeah, <laughs> one day. sounds crazy to me right now. One day in the month where you go, yeah. where, where you're home. Yeah, because like some people have like one week, like you know, just being at home, chill, and then you're just like mm. one day, twenty four hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. your favorite thing to do to unwind as well when you have that when you have that free time, or just in general, like what's something you do in your free time that brings you joy and calms you down during those crazy times? Mm. Just actually like all the small things that you can imagine mm-hmm. uh buying flowers because i know i'm home three days and i can actually enjoy the flowers at home mm-hmm. uh or making my own coffee in the morning uh like i said my mm-hmm. routines just waking up coffee doing my little workouts and then um 
uh, yeah, be, especially being home and being with the people that make me feel at home. Mm-hmm. The, there's not much needed to uh, uh, to ground. To be yeah. honest, like it's it's more actually feeling like I have time. Yeah. Uh, and that took a while to because now things have changed. Like like I said, I don't work as much anymore, but my my whole body, like my muscle memory, still thinks ah you have two days off, so make or like I think I have two days off, but I have a week off. But it feels mm. like oh maybe tomorrow I have to work. So yeah, it really feels like oh my god, yeah, this is yeah. the only day. So yeah, yeah, uh, make the most out is. of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so interesting to like that your yeah. body's still like, kind of like just used to that lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. 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 It took. A, I was very like um, how do you say like uh, unrelaxed for a, a mm-hmm. long time. Like yeah. Like, trying to see all my friends in one day and now slowly I, I know like okay no I can see one friend a day <laughs> uh, yeah I think yeah I think to unwind is definitely to be with my uh, my people around me and mm. and spending time quality time definitely um, beautiful yeah. and I also would love to know actually um because we already kind of talked about you know the industry the expectations about a model's look and her body and stuff mm-hmm. um and like I would love to know do you have any tips or just in general how do you find the balance between obviously serving the expectations of your client about your looks while still kind of listening to your own body and your like your body's needs and your soul like how do you find the balance in between those two things um yeah that's a beautiful question um <laughs> i think it's it's really really and and getting to know yourself takes a, a long like a lifetime long mm-hmm. experience so you're mm-hmm. never gonna just know who you are and you're always growing and evolving but at least knowing you're you're good enough because you do it because it makes you happy Mm-hmm. Uh, and that attracts clients to book you is the most satisfying thing you know like people want to work with me because um, I don't know it can either be because of my curly hair or it can be because I do yoga or because mm. they actually just like my presence on the set uh, mm-hmm. like regular clients to me make me so happy because I know are they enjoyed as much the the work there as I did because we had like a good energy going mm-hmm. yeah um and yeah so it comes down to I think confidence and some yeah even I lack confidence every now and then and I, I doubt myself and you take things personal but always coming back at some point to knowing like oh but hey like whatever you know like they don't they don't want me then they don't want me then someone yes. comes that that wants me for who I am uh, and I'm happy for for who I am, then mm. and that's great. So I think that's that's a a practice that we're learning our whole life. Um, and yeah, also for me, it helps to know that I don't just get my happiness from from jobs. I get my happiness mm. from and my satisfaction from the life I'm living and like my home and my friends and my holidays and my adventures and mm-hmm. work is just work mm-hmm. even though it's super personal and I get so uh, so much energy from from 
working. It's not just uh, what I'm relying on. I think knowing mm-hmm. that 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 helps a lot. And I mm-hmm. think your shine or like your your energy shows that. Uh, and that's why people like to work with you because you're showing this confidence and it's the same way why you choose friends because they're confident and you like to hang Mm -hmm. out with them because they're confident and it's it's nice it's sort of I guess it's like sort of like a how to say like a cycle like you kind of you like spread out that energy in that client wants you and then you kind of get that energy back from liking Mm -hmm. liking to work work so like work in um that industry and then again clients it's such a beautiful yeah. like psych like cycle yeah mm. i don't think that's just like not just modeling in general i no. think it's like everyone in general yeah like, you attract what you your what you put out there mm-hmm. and i think that's such totally. a beautiful message from yeah. you to say like that's what you're focusing on and i think like you said you've been in the industry for so long but also like letting people who just started in the industry know like you are doing this for you and this is like you have a life outside of that as well and that you shouldn't just put all your energy like obviously you put your energy into this but like focusing on the good and seeing what really brings you joy and figuring that out and I think the part of figuring out who you are yourself like it's always Mm. a journey but obviously throughout the years you'll learn what's good for you and what's not and I think that's really important yeah yeah and also knowing you have the choice I guess is very important yeah like like you have the choice to be busy and if you're choosing to do that then amazing you're busy Mm -hmm. and you're working every day but if it feels like it's overwhelming you and, and mm-hmm. in any way, like it's the same with, with choosing to be around your friends and then you choose to be lobstering at home, <laughs> either it's okay. Um, but to know that you made that choice, I guess it comes down to confidence again. It makes you feel, yeah. feel good because you had that power to decide. Um, and uh, yeah, I also learned, like I said, yes, all the time back in the days mm-hmm. to every job. And now I, I learned to say no. And I actually noticed that that's sometimes better, like, and yes. like often better because you're waiting for something better uh, to come or not mm-hmm. waiting, but you know, it will come because yeah. you chose for a reason to say no. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful answer. And I have one last question yeah. uh, before we, we end the beautiful chat with you. It's just in general, like an outlook on future. Like where do you see yourself in the future? If you already know, maybe you don't. But um, or like what, what, what would your dream life uh, look like in 10 years? <laughs> hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Good question. <laughs> yeah. I, I n- normally don't, like I, there's no like, I always try to stay uh, open in, in yeah. yeah, present in the moment and uh, don't get too attached to an image where I will be in 10 years or even mm-hmm. in next year. But mm-hmm. um, or tomorrow, <laughs> today I grew my first chilies, which yeah. I showed, yeah, you guys cannot see it, but uh, I will show it to tell you. And, but my They're first beautiful. chilies and yeah. I can imagine it would make me so happy to have more chili plants and more, <laughs> uh veggies growing in my garden somewhere either in the netherlands or in france Mm. um for me like uh, we were just talking about the circle of giving and taking and i think growing your own food is one of the most beautiful ways of spending your energy because you're Mm -hmm. spending energy but you're getting energy yeah and that to me makes total sense and living in the city I, I love it but um, very often it kind of 
takes my energy too far. Yeah, uh, drains you, yes. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I know that I will live somewhere with, it doesn't have to be big lands, but lands where I can uh, uh, spend my energy growing food and having people over, maybe a bed and breakfast because I love cooking and having people <gasps> over. Uh, and then I finished my yoga teacher training last year, so I can imagine giving a yoga class. Like there are oh, so wow. many options. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm going to come. I'm going to be the first yeah. guest. <laughs> yes, just the two of us. Yeah. Hello. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, just living life. That to me mm. is, is life where you... Uh, yeah. yeah I, I would love it if, if more people are in touch with this kind of lifestyle. Definitely. Um, I think more people are coming to terms yes. though, with that. Like I've yes. had, I mean, maybe it's also just like the friends we surround ourselves with, but I feel like a lot of people are thinking mm. about self-sustaining more. And mm-hmm. I also, I, I come from a farm, so I like, I grew up yeah. with that, but I think I, growing up, I, I was like, oh, I want to live in the city. But yeah. now I'm like, yeah. I understand how, why my why? grandparents chose that life yes. or like why yeah. that is beautiful. Now I'm like, well, maybe I want to do that. Like, yeah. so, so beautiful yeah. to, to see see that shift in a lot of people yeah. that they want to do more with nature yeah I guess it's also yeah. kind of for me I was the same when I was younger I, I like I was dreaming about living in a big city and stuff but like you said like that describes me perfectly that living in a city sometimes takes your energy a bit more like too much away because I feel like also when you when you I noticed that this morning actually when I was at the gym and like you really pick up energy from people around you so like mm. when you're in the city heaps of people are stressed and yeah. when or when you're on yeah. the train you really can catch up on that energy you know when you get into a room and you're like oh the energy here is like super tense yeah. Yeah, so totally. I guess I guess so what you said describes me perfectly because I really want to like when I'm older I want to go back into kind of my how do you say the state that I went when I came to this world like you know in nature and mm. you know spreading love and you know like being in my body and being around nature which is such an important factor for me. So I definitely also understand your grandparents so why they <laughs> yeah. chose the, the cottage life and the farm life. Because always when you were younger or like a teenager, like, oh, like people on a farm, like never. Yeah. Yeah. And now you just, when you, like as, as you turn, like, as we turn like older and wiser, um, you definitely understand why people would choose that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of the same, just in yeah. nature. Doesn't have to be like in the middle of nowhere, but mm-hmm. at least... Somewhere where I can, where I can be in touch with nature. could even be in a city, to be honest. Like you, mm. uh, I'm, I'm studying permaculture at the moment, and it's all explaining about what what you can do with your own environment, and um, uh, yeah, you can like can be in touch with mm-hmm. nature and mm-hmm. with it, like create your little community in this big uh, giant yes. yeah. uh, city. And focus on just that and ignore indeed like all the stressed people around you. It's hard. Yes. And it's um, yes. It's not easy. It's easier to just uh, yeah. Go go and go out back and just because yeah. I guess I guess it's just really really easy for us because I think we as human beings we're very we're very social so we want to connect with other people that's yeah. why we we yeah. often tend to really easily pick up on other mm. people's energies. Yeah. So um, and that's, that's why. Uh, Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no, you no. go. I sorry, all good. <laughs> I thank you. No, uh, that's something that I am. Uh, I've seen over, or like we've seen over the last two years, where we got so isolated from everyone, and as soon as we were allowed to uh, 
be around each other. We 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 found each other again, and it's so beautiful how like I don't think we should uh, make the mistake of thinking that we we need to be alone to feel alone. Yeah, you know, like yeah. uh, you have to feel safe, but you can feel safe in your in your community and with the right people. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, that's community. Like you said, like we need those people and we want to yeah, have yes. that energy around mm-hmm. us so um uh yeah that's a misconception i think we kind of got brainwashed with over the last yeah. few years where yeah. definitely i was actually um telling Teresa that story before um that I went, I went out on the weekend and then like I haven't been out because everything like keeps closing and opening up and closing yeah. and you just never really kind of get the hang of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went out on the weekend for the first time ever and there were so many people and I was just so overwhelmed because yeah. you literally go into the room or into the club or wherever and they're just so many different like energies and peoples. You see so many different faces and then – because you've been isolated for so long, you don't really know how to deal with those kind of things. Yeah. I was just yeah. so overwhelmed. But then, you know, it takes a little bit of time to kind of get to know, yeah. like to kind of not get to know, but like get used to all those people yeah. around you. So, but in the end, it was a beautiful feeling and I was yeah. enjoying myself so much. Um, yeah, luckily yeah. we adapt very quickly back to, uh, yeah. back to it. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. definitely. But um, yeah, that was actually all of the questions. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for your beautiful answers. Um, it actually gave me quite a like a beautiful insight into yeah. kind of that um into kind of that world and um kind of how to see the positive side of it as well. And yeah, like, yeah. Because modeling is still like a very important job, and it's such a beautiful job. And I think even though there's so many like um how do you say, like the cancelling culture out there. It's like, oh, mm. modelling is this, modelling is yeah. that. Obviously there's negative t- sides to it, which is with every job, but yeah. to really try and not just say like, oh my God, no modelling, we should just cancel the industry. Yeah. Instead being like, no, we should take this beautiful industry and shift it to something new. And like you said, like rather focusing on the soul of a model as well. And I think there's so many beautiful things to come. I'm excited to mm. see what's going to happen Me in the too. future. So, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Thank you for thank taking you your time. Yeah, yeah thank, you, thank you for thank you for taking your time to um to think about um the questions and for giving us those beautiful beautiful insightful answers <laughs> um we are you you're a very very inspiring person um just letting you know <laughs> and um yeah thanks for being on the podcast we hope um the listeners could take something away from it as well um and as always we're very very glad to have you back and we'll hope to see you soon and always remember um you're always where you need to be and um don't forget to be present and we'll see you in our next episode bye, bye. bye.